Hello and welcome back to All Things Cards. I'm Caitlin alongside Alyssa. Welcome back to episode five. Today is another podcast type of episode where we're going to be kind of more talking rather than a video. Um, there will be some box breaks on the way. We've got a card show next weekend. Um, so lots of exciting things. But today, if you can tell from the title, we're going to be talking about our favorite cards in our collection. Um, Alyssa, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so one of my favorite ones that I think of like right off the bat is one I got actually from a break that I did online, and it's a out of 25 John Cena uh, tie-dye card. Uh, that was the first time I've ever done a break at all, so I'm like, I don't know if I'm really going to get anything, and then it's just out of 25, it's my number, and I'm like, nice. It looks so good, too. I have the base version now as well, but it looks so much better in tie-dye. Yeah. I saw that card, and you told me about that, and I was like, your luck with Hobby Boxes, stop. <laughs> um, my luck has kind of since passed. Um, a lot of my cards are from years ago. So, <laughs> um, you know, you're just getting into the, I've got, I, I kind of got you into the hobby, you know, this past year. Yeah. Definitely roped you in. Yeah. My wallet cries because of it, but we yeah. won't talk about that. But, but happiness, overall yeah. happiness. Um, I'd say one of my favorite cards that I pulled from a hobby box was actually not even a box that I opened, but a, a, a pack. I collected a lot of, well, every single year I do the Tops Series 1, Series 2 set. And I think it was 2015, I had bought a jumbo pack of, I think, Series 1 cards. And... I went to the Giants game right after I bought it, actually, and um, I didn't open the pack until I was literally on the train home from the game. I don't know why I did that. I forgot my reasoning. But as I was opening it, like, I was, like, looking through the cards. I'd never pulled anything from one of these jumbo packs before, and in a jumbo box, you're guaranteed an autograph and two relics. I was expecting to get a relic. I look through, nothing, no no relic it looked like, but I start going through, I hit the inserts, and then boom, there's a Sandy Koufax autograph right in there. Nice. Um, so that was like one of the first autographs I pulled out of baseball. Um, that, that was years ago, though. Yeah, for sure. I think, speaking of good autographs, I think getting the Tatis one in my second hobby box, that was... That was that was insane. unreal. <laughs> I, like we did, or I did the break of the first one with the Badoo, and like that one was fine. I was just happy to get an auto instead of a relic in the hobby box because it's only one or the other. It's not like the jumbo. Yeah. So then once I did the second one, and then I just saw the out of twenty five at first, and then I flipped it over and saw it was Tatis. I lost my mind. Yeah. Like I saw, I was watching this box break. It was on. Or no, 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 I wasn't watching this one. It was the, it was the Badoo. My yeah. bad. Um, I remember you texted me after that break, and I was like, why? <laughs> the fir I remember watching the first box, and I remember you getting the Badoo, and I was like, the chances of you getting an autograph in, like, one of those hobby boxes is very low, mainly because they only throw, like, relics really in there. Yeah. And then I saw that, and I was like, of course. <laughs> and then I saw the text from you after that second box, and I was like, stop stop <laughs> just stop um but yeah 
Autographs are very nice. Another um, kind of like hobby box related thing. It wasn't actually an autograph this time. I've gotten some pretty good relics over the years as well. Um, to the day we were filming, this is actually the day before it's going up. So this is like the most like up to date you guys will probably be uh, when listening to this. So the Astros just defeated the Mariners. Oh yeah. Um, and Carlos Correa is interviewing Jeremy Pena. <laughs> and uh, as I'm like thinking of things to talk about for this episode, I realized that I have a Carlos Correa patch. I think it's number 24 out of 25 or something like that. And it's like a piece of like the Astros like lettering and it's a red parallel back from 2018. And I was like, damn, <laughs> this is a really good card. Um, but that wasn't the only card that I really liked getting out of that box. In that box, I think I also got a Buster Posey Independence Day, you know, commemorative manufactured patch numbered out of 50. Ooh. And then my autograph in that jumbo box was, I believe it was a Matt Olson rookie autograph. So that was one of the best boxes I had ever gotten. And I was super excited about it. I didn't really know who Matt Olson was at the time because no one really yeah, that was knew of him. Seven? I think that was 17. I may be wrong on the year. I think it was a 17 box. It wasn't an 18 box. I think it was 17 because also, like, the Astros were, like, really good that year. I also think Matt Olson is older than he actually is because I'm pretty sure he's still in his 20s, but on my mind, he's, like, 32. Because he looks like he's in his 30s, I'm going to be honest, yeah. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, but, like, all the A's from that team are basically gone now because I remember, I think in 2017 was the year of the Chapman rookie and the Olsen rookie, because I think I have both of their rookie chrome cards from that year. But yeah, I remember pulling that, I was like, oh, that's like a cool autograph, but look at this Carlos Correa patch and this Buster Posey patch. Now that I'm looking back at the box, I'm like, look at the Matt Olsen rookie autograph, not numbered, but still very cool. Look at the Correa patch now that he's a free agent, apparently. And look at the Buster Posey patch now that he's retired. Everyone has moved on from those teams. It's yeah. so funny to me. That's it's only in five years, too. Five years, yeah. I think... What's another one that I had? Oh, the... Uh, I mean, personally, like, the Bagwell patch that I got in another hobby box. Yeah. That was... I did, like, three 2021... Or 2022 hobby boxes because I'm a sucker who wanted to do the rookie didn't, chase. Yeah, didn't you do, like... One of Series 1, another one of Series 2. I No, I only oh. did Series 2 Hobbies, and then I did mm. Series 1 Blasters. Right. Um, but yeah, the Jeff Bagwell uh, Relic, I think that was numbered out of 70-something. I don't, I can't remember. It's it's another numbered one, mm-hmm. some sort of parallel. But uh, yeah, and it has the, the red jersey patch, and those are my favorite jerseys. Yeah. That's what I grew up with. I know Hot Take, everyone loves the Tequila Sunrise ones. I think those are so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a softball uniform, so they're just like beer league. Which but tequila sunrise is better, ASU tequila sunrise or both Houston? are awful. <laughs> both need to be burned. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's another another good one, just for like a PC personal or mm-hmm. reason. Like, I mean, you're, what's the chances I get an Astro? Yeah, one of my favorite jerseys of all time. I'd say the same thing about that, like Posey. That was amazing to open up, like. Especially because I think at the time it was around 4th of July. 
And yeah. I was like wearing a Giants Fourth of July hat. And I was like, look, it matches. <laughs> it's time. Um, no, but yeah, like another one I would say. Another, I think the, I think 2017 Series 2 and 2018 Series 1 back-to-back boxes were actually surprisingly good for me um, at the, you know, at the time. Um, Because 2018 Series 1, I had pulled another jumbo box. I had pulled a Javier Baez autograph numbered out of 75 black border. At the time, he was, like, very good. He wasn't striking out all over the place. Now he's striking out all over the place. (laughs) And then the relic, the game-used relic, was Javier Baez. (laughs) A pinstripe Javier Baez. And then the commemorative patch was actually a medallion card. But it was a Max Scherzer All-Star Game medallion. And it it was the Miami logo. But it was, it's one of one. Because it's, it's the platinum oh, yeah. bordered one. You can't really tell it's platinum because, like, the pin is also silver. Yeah. So you can't really tell, like, what's supposed to be silver and what's not. But still, one of one, really cool. I really like that. <laughs> yeah. I think some of my other favorites of all time is from the last box I just did uh, a couple days ago for NXT for WWE. And NXT is, like, the minor leagues of WWE. That's, like, where most people come up and where they start. Um, so there was a solid chance that I was going to get an autograph of somebody that I didn't know at all. And then also it's one autograph, one relic. And, but they do have alumni. So from my autograph, my base autograph, I got one of my favorites. I got Finn Balor. I was so happy. I almost like peed my pants. (laughs) Like I was scared. I was like, oh my God. And then it's very hard to get an auto relic. You got an auto relic. I got an auto relic, and it's numbered out of 49. And it's actually Io Shirai, which is the oh one that God. I pulled from the hobby box that I opened Back on episode in two. One. No, two. Episode two. two. One was Chrome yeah. stuff, yeah. So I got her auto relic out of oh 49. Oh my God. Jeez. Why do you have such good hobby box luck? Like, I don't, I don't I mean, get it. That's my good valor. I don't get it. Like, I, I did not think I was going to get an alumni one because that one's also hard to get. I had, like, a couple favorites from, like, because I'm, like, watching the show now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just now getting into the that version of it or, like, NXT. So I was like, okay, I have my favorites, like, Tyler Bate or, like, one of the Pretty Deadly guys, like, a tag team and other champions right now. I was like, I'll be happy with those. Mm-hmm. But to get, like, one of my favorite favorites and, like, will probably go in my top ten of all time, mm-hmm. that was insane and then of course getting an auto relic yeah not just a relic i was like okay autograph autograph and an autograph relic yep that's insane out of the hobby box that i paid cheaper for than panini (laughs) i got on ebay for like 20 dollars less in the in the tops boxes when you buy a box like a hobby box if you get an autograph relic is that technically your autograph or is that technically one of your relics because i remember there was a whole thing a few years ago where i think you could possibly get two autographs, but that means you would lose out on the relic. You would you would get an auto, an autograph relic, and another relic. Like so, you could possibly get two autos. I don't remember. I don't remember if that was exactly it, but like I think that is. I think for like some of the other tops ones, like I want to say one of the tops basketball ones, it's like that. But yeah. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Hmm. Because I I'll think for look. Panini, you, it, it just counts as the relic, because you'll get the autograph on top of it. Yeah. Interesting. 
I remember that was a whole thing a few years ago where I would always try to do that. <laughs> um, I'd say another top card of mine, kind of straying away from my baseball collection and also cards that I've pulled, I would say I went to a card show in Chicago back in, like, I think it was 2019, and it was summer, so hockey wasn't super big at the time. It was a lot of baseball, especially with the Cubs doing really well still at that time. Um, but I was going through a few hockey boxes because I was really into hockey card collecting and getting autographs, and I noticed uh, Leon Dreisaitl, Ice Premieres, so it's a very thick acetate card, Ooh. and it's his rookie card numbered out of I think 3.99 and the guy was selling that and I think there was also uh another card that I got I forgot the second card but I I lowered him down so basically like the price he had for the card was like eight dollars yeah I got him down to like four or whatever in the deal and like looking back at like that transaction and getting like Leon Dreisaitl's rookie acetate card numbered out of $3.99 for like $4. Yeah. Massive steal, especially because like him and McDavid have been doing so well in yeah. the recent years. And I really, I, I'm a Blackhawks fan, but because of the state we are in right now, I have to go look for other favorite teams to keep my interest in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> and the Coyotes are not doing it for me. The Sharks are not doing it for me. So I went to the Oilers because I really like McDavid. And then I found Leon Dreisaitl, and I was like, these two are amazing. <laughs> and then Duncan Keith went to the Oilers, and I was like, just retire from hockey. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's how I feel about getting a Bumgarner's rookie, because I got that in Houston. Oh, yeah. So there was like $5, I think, so now I just have to wait until... He, he retires, retires, which is probably soon, to be honest, yeah. at least within the next, like, two years. Mm -hmm. And then even out here, getting the Fromber rookie and then getting an autograph on top of that, um, when I went back to Houston from him, now that he broke the record for the most quality starts. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I need to go get that graded ASAP. Yeah. Definitely, I'm definitely going to try and get some of my in-person autographs sent to, like, PSA or something like that for autograph certification. Yeah. Um, when is Madison Bumgarner's contract up? Next year? Oh, NBC Sports and KNBR reported within the past three days, D-backs hoping for Madison Bumgarner trade in 2023 season. Okay. Which is really interesting, because... That, like, so that means his contract is up next year. I think he signed a four-year contract with them. I think. It's so some... that's probably why they're trying to trade him. Yeah, because I know they, like, basically ended his season early. Like, yeah. Two weeks early. Because, I don't know if you know this, but he's kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> he is not the 2014 World Series no, dominator. No, 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 no. But, yeah. Um, he is looking to get traded, I guess. So that means, that answers our question of, He's, his contract is up at the end of next year. Wow, it was a five-year, $85 million contract. In, wait, ahead of the 2020 year. So he still has another year on top of that. So it would be, wait, wait, wait. So it would be the 2020 year, 2021, 2022. Yeah, so... 2023 and 24. So he would... He has two. Yeah. Unless there's an opt-out or... Maybe. 
Um. Yeah, wow. He has 11 years in the majors. And... No. Uh, 2025 is his next year as a free agent. So, yeah. Hmm. Limited trade protection, five-team, no trade list. Is in his contract. Back to the Giants. Back to... No. No. We do not need to trade for him. We are barely making it with the retirement home we have right now. <laughs> but, um... They didn't extend a contract extension, or the they declined his option for next year, Longoria's option for next year, I think. Speaking of Longoria, that's also another one of my favorite cards. I was able to get a Longoria patch out of 25 Ooh. back when he had first started with the Giants. So it was still one of him in a raised jersey, but I was very on the Longoria hype train, and then it just never departed. Like his hype just like died. It didn't. It didn't go anywhere. It just. It stayed. At it the stayed station. at the station, and then it disappeared out of nowhere. Yeah, the train got stuck. The train got it has stuck. to get towed. Um, <laughs> no, one of. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't mentioned yet your Joey Bart ones that you got at the first show that we went to together. Those are sick. They're sick. It's just it disappoints me to think of the season he's had so far. At least he has, like, more of a ceiling or, like, more time. Yeah, he has more time. And, like, I do think, like, with the develop, like, I feel like he's just had so many, like, high expectations set on him ever since he was drafted because I remember, like, oh, like, Bart is, like, the highest drafted catcher since Posey or something like that. Yeah. And, no, and, like, they were saying, like, this, is, this was the highest draft pick they had since Will Clark. And, like, putting Will Clark's name next to your name when you're just coming out of college is kind of intimidating. And yeah. I, and he had many injuries set him back. He had something with his leg, I think. Something, like, he, he was struggling hitting. He's still struggling hitting. Um, and so, yeah, that investment was, like, a really, like, long-term project. I've been investing in Bart for a little while now, hoping that you know, he would live up to his hype. And I still think he will. I just yeah. don't know if it'll be with the Giants. Yeah. That's the thing that kind of sucks. Because um, what I realized is that we have another catcher, Patrick Bailey. He's on, he, he, he's coming up into the system, and he's doing really well. I like him a lot. He's, yeah. yeah. And, like, he has the potential, and he could possibly, like, take over Bart's position if he actually should, like, if he can continue his hitting, like, success in the majors, which is what Bart couldn't do. He was, he would clobber the ball in AAA, but he couldn't clobber the ball in the majors. Yeah. So, I think if Pat Bailey comes up within the next, like, two years, Bart's gonna need to either pick it up, or he's gonna pack his bags. Yeah. <laughs> um... I was, <laughs> kind of side note, I remember last year trying to get a bunch of rookies, and I remember trying to get Jake Cronenworth, and I got Jake Cronenworth. I don't know why I thought of this, though, because, like, I've been looking at Jake Cronenworth cards and, like, uh, kind of, like, investing in him a little bit, because he's a, he's a good player. Mm -hmm. he, he just hit a nice, 
nice home run to steal their win yesterday. Um, but I was playing MLB The Show, and I opened, like, packs and stuff like that. And for some reason, there was a Jake Cronenworth relief pitcher in MLB Pardon? The Show 2020. I don't know why he became a relief pitcher all of a sudden in that game. Does he only pitch at some point in that I season? I don't know. I don't think like, so. I don't think Cronenworth has ever pitched. Because I want to say thing. 2019 was one of those seasons where a lot of position players pitched, I think. I'm trying to remember because the cut Because they tried force. to be like Shohei. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, the, of the cut four uh, Twitter threads that's like, we have a position yeah. player pitching. pitching. Yeah. I think 2019 was one of the longest ones, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but I don't remember seeing Jake Cronenworth on that list at all. Oh my god! He was a he was an infielder and a closing pitcher at Michigan. He was the he was one of the closers. Since when? No wonder why they had Since him switch to when? a uh, relief pitcher. Oh, he was drafted in the seventh round in 2015 by the Rays. Don't tell me he was drafted as a pitcher. I don't know. It doesn't say what he was drafted as. I think we would have to actually click on the oops link there. Um. It looks like he he did pitch in a game for the Durham Bulls. He went seven and a third scoreless innings with nine strikeouts over seven games. That is so funny. I didn't know he pitched. Wow. <laughs> um, can Cronenworth be one of the next position players pitching? I, Bob... Bob Melvin, if you're listening to this, please make Jake Cronenworth it's, one of your relief it's pitchers. It's game five. It's game of the five. CS. The, the Padres need to win it. You mean and the no DS? One, no, I'm saying they beat the Dodgers. We're in the okay. CS. They need to win game five right. to go to the World Series. Yes. And all of a sudden, Jake, Jake Cronenworth, Cronenworth walks out of the ball. Walks out. He's walks coming out of the out dugout. Of the <laughs> Not even out of the Walks park. out of the dugout. And instead of going to his normal position, he's just going to go to the mound. And everyone's Goes to the like, mound, grabs the ball from Bob Melvin, and says, I'm going to become Madison Bumgarner and shut this down. It's my time. It's my time. <laughs> and then that's how the Padres go to the World Series. You're welcome. I just predicted the future. If that actually happens, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the world anymore. Um, or what's going on with me? That's the most random thing I've ever said. If that actually yeah. happens, because I don't, I think that seven game stretch was the last time he pitched. Oh, so Cronenworth and Tommy Pham were <laughs> traded to the Padres in exchange for Hunter Renfro, Xavier Edwards, and a player to be named later, who was eventually Esteban Kiros, uh, back in March of twenty twenty. And then he made his MLB debut that year, the shortened season. Wow. That is so funny. Him and Pham were a package deal. I really think I need to get a Cronenworth auto just for my personal collection now, because that's just too funny. It is. I mean, the Cronenworth story to begin with, like, just how Kylie would say hot dog man. Yeah, he is the hot dog man. He's hot dog man. Um, so... I guess he looks like a hot dog. I guess that's what she decided. Yeah, and it's stuck. It's stuck ever since. He's a hot dog man. He's a he's a position player yeah. pitching. 
See, but when you say hot dog man, I think of the hot dogs from Sausage Party. Like oh the, the talking hot dogs. <laughs> so now in my head, the talking hot dog is doing the position player pitching poses. <laughs> so that's now that's what I'm going to associate Jake Cronenworth with. You're welcome for that visual, everybody. I don't know if I needed that visual in my head. Ah, oh, but you did. <laughs> you did. I love how we started off with, like, favorite cars and now we're talking about jay cronenworth and hot dogs <laughs> and hot dogs um wow <laughs> anyways continuing on with the cards <laughs> yeah back to back to the, the cards. i do i do want to get a cronenworth card it's just that it doesn't seem like he has that many i feel like a lot of the other padres kind of overshadow him yeah there's, I, there's not many cronenworth stands yeah like okay well, when I went to San Diego, they had, like, a crone zone. Like, they yeah. literally had an area in the stadium called the crone zone. And I was like, okay, then. Well, that's, like, when they had Keiko's Corner at Minute Maid. They had... Oh, that aged terribly. Yeah, and they would give out, like, beards and stuff. Granted, this is, like... 2015. Well, it, yeah, 2015 to 2017, like, prime Dallas Keiko around Cy Young Dallas Keiko. Yeah. But if they had continued at any other stadium... Uh, that he pitched. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I remember over the summer, my friends and I, we were joking about how Dallas Keuchel, like, every single organization he had gone to, like, he got DFA'd by the White Sox, then he went to the Rangers, pitched, like, one major league game with them, and gave up, like, I don't know, seven runs, something yeah. around that. Got DFA'd. Went to the Diamondbacks. He went to the Diamondbacks first, and then he went oh. to the Rangers. He went to the Diamondbacks first, and I'm like, yeah, because I, I thought he was gonna go back to Brent Strom and like fix his stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's redemption time. Then he got DFA'd, and then he went to the Rangers because that's when I went to go see him at Sugarland. Oh, when he faced uh, the how colors. Did, how did he pitch there? He actually did good. He can pitch in, so he can wait. What le- what level are the AAA? So he can pitch great in AAA. It's just once he gets, it's like, it's like the pitching version of Joey Bart. <laughs> Except Joey Bart has not been DFA'd yet. I will cry if he gets DFA'd. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet, yeah. yeah. Maybe in like two years if it's still poo-poo. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm looking for Cronenworth like cards to add to my collection because that would be, that would be fun. And you know, kind of with the whole entire story we just told it would make based it on the more. journey we just went on I feel yeah like we both need to just get Cronenworth um another car okay I don't know where I want to go with this <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say another card that I want but then I was like maybe I shouldn't talk about the cards I want because there's a lot of cards I want even the cards we want would be different now or... yeah that is true Remember when we sat, like, in Cronkite for, like, an hour waiting for Kylie to finish up with her class, but during that whole entire hour, we were just looking at Seth Beer cards? Yes. Yeah. That's the level of devotion we have to certain players. Seth Beer Supremacy. For no reason, for no by reason. the way. <laughs> like, we just decide, yes, that's the one. Like, Dalton Varshow. Speedy Man Varshow. Like, when they, the Diamondbacks had their garage sale, we were thinking about all the possible autograph stuff they had there. We were losing our minds if there was going to be a Dalton Varshow one. Or, for like, Seth Beer. No reason. There is no reason. I'm saying, I'm just saying, 
if I bought that Robbie Ray you should have I told you to buy it (laughs) he would have had better luck in the postseason um for context again same thing D-backs garage sale where they're just giving away stuff you know those street banners that you see when you drive down like the roads by parks and stuff like that you know it was taller than me and I was like I want this I should have gotten it but now I will just have to live without a Robbie Ray street banner just hanging up on my wall. Can you go do room check? Cause I'm like, um, <laughs> Why is there a life-size Robbie Ray here? Don't worry about it. Is it a danger to my health and safety? No. No. Everything is good for my health and safety. <laughs> oh my god. You know, protect me from intruders. You're gonna walk in and be like, ah. <laughs> oh god. That is, uh we're talking about other favorite cards. Oh, the another one that I did from the break um, on Twitter, the Rhea Ripley, only because oh, yeah. I called that because I said that's the one I really wanted. I wanted her, I wanted Kevin Owens, and I wanted Seth Rollins. So then when I pulled her and then it was numbered at 25, it was over. It was <laughs> over. It was over. Like, I have that one on my shelf in my room. Like, that's how I'm in love with that card I am. I'm trying to think of the other cards that I have on my shelf back home. Um, oh, I do have two Giants cards. Um, actually, there's three cards on my shelf that I now want to talk about. <laughs> two of them being Giants, one of them being a Joe Panic uh, bronze autograph from Tops Tier 1 from a few years ago. Got it at a great price because, you know, Joe Panic has not played <laughs> for a little while. And also, after he left the Giants, he kind of disappeared off the radar of many Giants fans, so. <laughs> and then, Brandon, at, around the same time, Brandon Belt was injured. Shocker. And um, there was a Brandon Belt uh, Strata auto relic with the hologram. Uh, so it was used back in, like, the 2016 season. Number 24 out of 25. And I bought it for a really great price. And then, last one that's on my shelf at home, there's a Pete Alonzo, Bowman's first chrome Ooh. autograph that I got in person here at Fall League. And I remember, I remember that Fall League game. First of all, Pete Alonzo threw me up a foul ball. Then I heard him talking about his day trip to Sedona to the first base umpire. And then... I got his autograph as he was, like, leaving the stadium to go to his car because, like, Scottsdale is probably the best one to get home players because the access to, uh, like, the clubhouse exit is very easy. And um, no one wanted Pete Alonso. I was the only one who called him over. That's crazy. Yeah. But then a few minutes later, like, I'd say, like, five to ten minutes later, guess who comes out the door that everyone is freaking out over? Forrest Whitley. <laughs> haunts my life. <laughs> Forrest Whitley comes out. Everyone wants his autograph. I get his autograph. And guess what happens after he leaves? He goes to his car. And his car is broken down. He can't start his car. That sounds like a Forrest Whitley thing. So more people come by and want his autograph. So he's forced to sign autographs because he's stuck there. Yeah. And so he had to wait for, I forgot who he called, but, like, he called, like, AAA or something like that. 
to help him out. Start his car back up. I don't think I've ever heard a more Forrest Whitley story. <laughs> <laughs> but that is, that's, like, another one of my, like, funny, like, favorite card is, like, that Pete Alonzo, but also, like, there's so many interesting memories attached to that one. Yeah, for sure. I, one of the ones, I don't have it yet, but it's coming in the mail. Probably going to be in the mail today, but I think it's coming soon. I did another break. And I bought the twins. And I got it for even cheaper than a normal price because I did the filler. So I did it for like $38. I'm getting a clearly authentic Byron Buxton out of 50. On top of a Trevor Larnick Immaculate Outcome card. Wow. That is good. I have a special pack from when I went to my first ever National Sports Collectors Convention. I was... I was young. I was, I think I was in the free ticket range at that time, <laughs> um, where I could attend for free as long as I was accompanied by an adult. And we went to the Tops booth, and this was the year, this was 2015, so this was the rookie year of Buxton, Correa, and Bryant. Oh, God. And they had special edition packs, so they had the regular, like, silver packs, like with special national cards that they were just giving out and then they had the special special like those three rookies in gypsy queen like it, like they weren't actually in the gypsy queen product they were only for the national yeah and um i remember they were doing a giveaway like the raffle thing and they called my number for one of like the several packs that they had so yeah. i can say proudly I have a Byron Buxton, a Carlos Correa, and a Chris Bryant rookie, all nice. from the 2015 Gypsy Queen. <laughs> I'd say that's another favorite of mine. Speaking of Gypsy Queens, especially now with the playoffs happening, at the last, not the last card, no, there was a last card show we went to, or maybe the Tempe? one before. No, not Tempe. It was the, the, big the Arizona convention. The Gypsy Queen rookie, Jordan Otto, that oh, I bought. Yeah. Ended up being a great choice yeah. to buy, um, especially I, with everything now. So we've, we've both got Yordan autographs now. Yeah. I pulled a Yordan base auto last summer, and I remember sending it to you. And you were like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, now, kind of, like, looking back, because, like, at that time, you weren't really into cards yeah. or, like, autographs. Because I remember, like, I think that was the summer bef before... I took you to the Complex League. Yeah. And that was when I got Colson Montgomery's autograph, and you were just kind of, like, watching... You were just watching me the whole entire game, just, like... Yeah. Doing my regular antics. Well, because also there was, like... <laughs> like, even more than Fall League, there was a lot of people at Complex League, or at least one of the games we went to. I think for the Colson one. There was way more trying to get his autograph than, like, even for Nick York. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, at the time, he was the White Sox number one draft yeah. pick you know what it was it was a lot of um vultures and like hawks yeah that i just didn't want to be anywhere near it so i was like you know what i'll go stand in the back you have yeah. fun because you also didn't have anything i gave you the baseball that i literally i walked it was at goodyear so we were sitting on like the what the first base side a foul ball was hit to the third base side no one went for it so i was like i'll be right back i literally took five to ten minutes just to get over there and i still got the ball <laughs> <laughs> I remember that now. That I love Complex League. I don't know why they made it shorter, because, like, there were only, like, three games as soon yeah. as we got out to Arizona. But next year... Well, that was also 
2020 or 2021. It was 2021. I think it was still shortened because of, like, COVID stuff. Mm. No, this year it was shorter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I got Colson Montgomery's autograph there, and I got Benny Montgomery's. Hunter Bishop did not want to sign for me. I was like, okay. But then I got him in Fall League, so it was all good. Yeah. I, I, I apologize, Hunter. <laughs> um, okay. Wrap things up. Top, should we do top three or top five cards in your collection? Ooh. I'd say let's make it even harder on ourselves. Top three. Top three. Top three. Do you know yours? I think so. You think? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. What are they? I'm going to go with the John Cena tie-dye. Mm-hmm. The, right now, the Jordan Gypsy Queen. Yeah. And then third one, the one I haven't talked about yet, was my Brock Lesnar that I got from the oh, show, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a funny card. That's a funny card. I think that's why I like it so much, especially because now he came back again for the third time this year, <laughs> and I think he's going to fight Daniel Cormier, which is really funny, that a UFC fight's about to happen <laughs> in WWE. Um, I think that's what they're setting up for, because Daniel Cormier was a guest ref on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I thought Brock was going to come out then and attack him. But I think they're going to do one feud first and then move on to that one. But with him coming back now, that one's just funny because the fact that he was a Viking and a football There's so many wrestlers that were football players. It's so funny. <laughs> and a know. lot of Vikings, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, him in the jersey. It's on like a blue disco, so it's all shiny and sparkly. Mm-hmm. He has 69 on his jersey. It's great. It's one. I think it's just... It's a funny card, so I think that's why it just uh, edges out the Rhea Ripley. Like, I love the Rhea one. That would be in my top five, probably number four. Yeah. But I think just the pure comedy and joy that I get when I look at the Brock Lesnar card, I think that would make my, my third one. Okay. My top three. I would say my third one would be the Scherzer one of one. It got moved down a little bit, because, like, originally it was at the very top because of, you know... Uh, one of one and Scherzer, but he did not do well <laughs> in the postseason. Um, number two, I would have to say, would be my Joey Bart patch, especially the one I got. What was it? Three? I think I got three of them. I think I got two or three. I thought I got. Three. Oh no, you had one before you bought. No, I had three. I got. I think I got the three. I don't remember. It, one of them was definitely the 24. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got three. Two of them were from his jacket, and one of them was the Willie Mays commemorative patch they had like, two oh, years ago. Yeah. yeah. One of them had the I and the A, though, from the jacket, and then the other one was just, like, the, the cuff, because it was, like, the thicker yeah. material, and then the, the patch from his jersey. I thought you got something with the bridge on it, or am I thinking of the I and the A? Oh, the bridge one I didn't get because that Joey Bart card was a lot of money. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. I knew you you didn't get one of them, but I thought yeah. you got the bridge and didn't get no, one. No, I got okay, the okay. I got the maze patch. The twenty four what it was. Or the twenty at twenty four, I think, patch it was. I would love to get the bridge patch, but that is a lot no, of money. No, that was like six hundred dollars. No, it was more close to like one K. <laughs> oh yeah. Because it was an auto patch booklet. Oh yeah, it yeah. was a booklet. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then number one, 
would have to be my Andrew Vaughn printing plate one of one autograph out of Bowman's Best from last year. Um, I got it for a really good price, and Andrew Vaughn is one of my favorite White Sox players, especially because I have no idea if Jose Abreu is coming back next year. <laughs> um, so I really like Andrew Vaughn. I love Gavin Sheets. A um, little bit about me. I have two teams. Giants, White Sox. Giants are my L NL team. White Sox are my AL team. Both teams very much disappointed me this year. We do not talk about Not it. a good year for you. No, no. Uh, last year was way better. <laughs> we'll just reminisce. <laughs> but yeah, um, honorable mentions though, I would have to say I have a Seth Brown numbered either 1 out of 10 or 10 out of 10 um, patch autograph from uh, Inception where it's got like the bottom of his number. I think it's got the bottom of the five. Um, that looks really cool. And then another one would have to be, um, oh, I just had it in my head. <laughs> I think I got, oh, oh, even though this isn't like a really great player anymore, Jake Arrieta. Oh, yeah. Um, I pulled a number, I pulled a red parallel out of five, out of one of the silver packs that I got. So that was a really cool card. Yeah, I, I know since some of the breaks I did, they just got the silver packs, so I'm just back automatically in the lottery. Like, I had the Nationals and the Twins, mm -hmm. so maybe I'll get a Soto. I was the, the sucker who chased after the Soto one on that <laughs> one. So maybe. That'd be nice. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's... We covered all the bases. We went everywhere. We did. We had a story time about Jake Cohen. <laughs> we talked about... Um, hot dog man we went through all of the cards we love in our collection that some of the cards we want in our collection yeah um but yeah um maybe next week there will be a break we don't know yet but definitely by episode seven we're gonna have a breakup so it's either gonna be episode six or episode seven where it's gonna be the break um but yeah thanks guys for listening uh so no youtube video should have specified that but that's also probably gonna be in the description and stuff but yeah thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week bye